Blog Talk Radio. Those who 
uh, on the airways to be able to hear it. Mr. Kenan Cheney, the honeymooner and the ordained minister. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Um, like I said, I'm on Facebook Live, so you're all able to um, uh, listen or join in. Uh, feel free to just chime in. Also, if you're on a chat room, we have a chat room that's on the Blog Talk Radio website. Feel free to chime in on that, too. Also, for those who are on the chat room, you're also welcome to leave your prayer requests, uh, comments, or whatever you like to share. You're welcome to do that. Also, for those who are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, make sure you're able to uh, – I know there are some people that might have had some uh, storm damage, but just in case you missed it, you're always welcome to uh, listen to the replay. Once again, I want to thank each and everyone who are tuning in, and also thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. Okay. Question. Have you ever been a victim of a rumor or someone lying on you or someone just spreading rumors about you, uh, spreading rumors or gossiping about you? Well, it's not a coincidence that when you're trying to change or trying to do the right thing, don't you know the devil will use people to pick on you? Well, Know that God will not only handle it, but will help you not to step outside of your character. He will help you during those uncomfortable times. So on this show, we're going to talk about how to handle or how to deal with gossip, rumors, also keeping your joy during those times. We're going to talk about that and much more. In the episode called, Whatever You Gotta Say, Say It to My Face. <laughs> you know, there sound like a lot of the remarks that many of us have said. A lot of times it's hard, it's hard to hear something about you when you're doing what's right. It seems like when you make up your mind that you're going to change, you're going to live right. Even to some people, they may say, it seemed like when I... God saved, that's when the devil really started dealing with me. That's when the people really try to push my buttons. Well, that's his job. A lot of time when we think about it, he's the devil gonna always try to bring the worst out of us when God is leading us to the best of us. So that's the time we really have to see God. But also I found that there is a purpose. There is a purpose behind a lot of those things, and we're going to take a few minutes really just talk about part of them. First and foremost, what is a rumor? A rumor. Matter of fact, there was a song back in the 80s by a group called Timex Social Club. How the rumors get started. They get started by jealous people, which so happened last week. We did speak about jealousy in the episode called Peanut Butter and Jealousy Sandwich. A lot of times there may be people who may be jealous, and that doesn't mean that 
you have something or you don't have anything, there are some people that may just be insecure. And just because you have something or may appear to have something that they're lacking or they may be challenged, a lot of times you become a target of their rumors or gossip. So a lot of times we just have to remember it ain't about you. There's something within them. But along with that, along with that, we have to remember with rumors. First of all, rumors. Rumors are a tall tale of a person to another. And a lot of times with those rumors, those rumors are a series of events pertaining to a thing or a person. And these are these are statements that are actually traveling that have not been proven. We have to remember with rumors, these are statements that have not been proven. Now, I do want to bring this up. Rumors. What is the difference between a rumor or a gossip? Like I said, rumors are a piece of information of a story that has not been verified. What that means is that the person telling the story does not know for certain if it's true or if it's false. But what is gossip? Gossip is something a little different. Usually gossip involves a juicy detail of someone or something and also is actually meant to bring harm or to bring some type of accusation or even to be able to, if you want to say, define or challenge someone's character. So there is a difference between a rumor and gossip. So with rumors, when we look at the word rumor, the word rumor actually origin means, it's a Latin word that actually means noise. Think about it. Noise. So when you get ready to do whatever God has you to do, or even if you have turned your life over to Christ, or if you have gotten rid of something that may have made you uh, miss the purpose and plan or becoming the person that God has you to be, the devil going to try to bring some what noise, rumor, some noise. Why is that? What does what is what is noise? What does the purpose of noise do? The purpose of noise is to distract you. The purpose of noise is to make you lose focus. So when you think about it, when you're paying attention, if you look at it, going to the library, back in the day, we used to go to the libraries, and the libraries, they always told us, shh, be real quiet because people may be studying. But if you really want to distract somebody from studying, if you really want to distract somebody in a quiet place, what do you do? You bring some type of noise or some type of disturbance. That will catch a person's attention. A lot of times that will catch a person's attention. 
See, it's easy to hear somebody screaming or yelling when there's a whisper, a quietness. So we have to remember the devil is sending people to bring some type of noise to disturb or to distract us from something that God is having us to do or to try to prevent us from becoming the men or ladies that God called us to be. So we have to look at it. You have to look at the timing. When a person is bringing some type of rumor to you, don't focus on what is said. Think about first, think about the timing. Think about the timing. They're bringing some type of rumor to you when you're busy doing something or when you're about to do something, when you have made up in your mind that you're about to do something. We also have to remember when you're making a decision, when you're seeking God about something, when you're seeking God to help you, before you even get a chance to really hear God, what would the devil do? The devil going to try to bring some type of distraction or some type of disturbance to what? To make you lose focus or also to confuse you. So that's why we have to remember, first and foremost, that God is not the author of what? Of confusion. The devil is, but God is not the author of confusion. God does not bring in confusion. And also, whenever God reveals things, he always brings about peace. So anything that tries to disturb your peace is a distraction. Anything that would try to disturb your peace is noise. And that's what rumors would do. Rumors will destroy distract or discourage a path that God is leading you upon. So we have to be mindful of the time, the timing of when that room is coming. Also, not only do you look at the timing because it's going to make you aware of something, rumors will also make you realize who's for you or who's against you. We've, we talked about we got to understand when that rumor comes, looking at the timing. We've seen the timing. In other words, eva- uh, evaluate the atmosphere. Evaluate your assignment. The devil going to try to come when you're doing something. When you're not doing anything, when you're inactive, the devil ain't got to bring anything to you because why? Because he already got you paralyzed from doing what God helped you to do. In other words, God, excuse me, the devil already have you to do something, which is nothing. So if you're not doing anything, or if you're not busy on the purpose of plan that God has for you, then what's the purpose of the devil bringing the distraction when you already submitted to what he already told you? Don't do anything. In other words, being, being disobedient to God by what? By doing nothing. Instead of doing something, doing nothing. In other words, being inactive, being inactive when you need to be active, but also on the flip side, when God tells you to stand still, the devil will tell you to move. Think about that. So looking at the timing, but also looking at who's bringing you the rumor. See, a lot of times we got to remember, it is very hurtful when someone talk about us. It is, true enough. But we have to remember, 
people have been talking about us all along. We just not finding out about it. Think about that. See, when you look at the newspaper, the newspaper gives you what news. News is inform- news or information that has already happened. But when you think about it, an announcement is something that's about to happen or something that is happening currently. So when we look at news, news are old events. Also, with the news, it's old events, but we're just not finding out about it. See, right now we could be watching the news on TV, and sometimes it'll broadcast live information. But when we cut off the TV, and the next morning when we get up, what do we what do we do? We read the newspaper. See, the newspaper will print what the news announced. So we have to realize when we get rumors, that's just like reading the newspaper because it may be information that that was not revealed during the live uh, news broadcast, but we're finding out about it. So when it comes down to the things that we're finding out about, true enough, it's just not reaching us. But you think about it, it might have reached several people before we got the information. You know, matter of fact, I know there are some people, when they get upset, what they'll do, if they get upset about a particular person, sometimes they'll actually talk about that person on Facebook. Now, even when you think about Facebook, you type in the information and you hit send. And a lot of times, what happens, sometimes we don't get the information or the person that they're talking about may not get the information until somebody reach out to them and say, hey, man, I, I read that they were talking about you on Facebook. Where at? It's on so-and-so page. And then they pull up on that person's page. And guess what? You're reading now what was already spoken about you. So when it comes down to the rumors or gossip, not only paying attention to, like I said, the timing, but also who's bringing it. Now, there are some people that will love you and some people to who means well. And they would just let you know, hey, look here, I uh, just want to let you know, I found out that somebody was posting about you or somebody said something, or there may be some information about you that may not be true. But I just wanted to give you a heads up. And th- those are people who really concerned. There are some people who would just tell you just to let you know. So they mean no harm. But then there are others. You got to look at the person motive. Ask God to help you to understand a person motive when they come to tell you information. Because also, when a loving person who really knows you, when they hear information, what they would do, whoever they heard it from, they will first correct that person. And then they will come to you. Sometimes they may come to you sometimes, depending upon what their information is or even the timing. Sometimes they may not tell you right then and there. They will shut it down for you. It might be that you might be focusing on a test or even might be on an assignment where God having you to fast, pray, you know, shut yourself off from some people or whatever, or social media. 
those type of people will make sure to protect your integrity, protect your character. In other words, make sure that that stuff don't get to you because there is something more important that you're doing at the time. So with that type of person that's around you, those are the type of people that are, if you want to call them upstanding, a lot of times those type of people, they understand that that's foolishness compared to what you're dealing with right now. So that person will handle that situation for you. But there are others. They just, there are some people, just be honest, there are some people that just love mess. There are some people, they can't hold water. I say it like this. They drink a little sip of water and they pee out a whole gallon. That's somebody who can't hold information, seek They love that. And some people will even say the excuse of, well, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just the messenger. We have to evaluate every information that comes to us. And now this is what I'm saying is for the people who hear uh, information. At the time, it just may be information. But if we hear information about somebody, we that are responsible that hear that our responsibility is to first pray. When somebody comes to us for information, I guarantee you, when you say, you know what, let's pray right now. Whoever told you that, if they mean no good, as soon as you say, let's pray, I guarantee you, they're not going to be coming to you with other foolishness. There are some people, like I said, that just love gossip. And some people will even use the excuse of, well, you know, I just, we just need to know so we can know what to pray for. Uh uh. Don't even try to throw God in that. Look here, your motive. Like the Bible always say, man looked at the outer appearance, but God looked at the heart. The heart meaning the motive, the integrity, the, the realness of the person, the, the core of the person, the real you. So God knows your motive of listening to the information and passing on the information. So it's our responsibility when we hear information, we have to discern and ask God if this of him or not. Because the worst thing that you can do is pass on information that ain't true. You'll become guilty by association. Whenever we hear information and pass it on, it's just like, like I said, some people, well, I'm just a messenger. Okay, now, did you do your homework to investigate it? See, a seasoned, mature, uh, if you want to call it reporter, news reporter, they're going to check the facts. Now, there are gossip columns, gossip columnists. What they do, they listen for juicy gossip. And even if it ain't true, they just put it out there. Because why? Because they're trying to make money. They're trying to get their name out there. But when people do stuff like that, what happens? What goes around comes around. What comes around goes around. That's the reason why we have to be careful. You think about it. When you pass information about other people, you set yourself up for when you go down, then people are going to start passing information about you. So 
is very careful. We have to be very careful to examine information that comes to us. And especially, there are some people. There are some people that love to go to certain people when it comes down to gossip or information because that person know they're gonna carry it. And don't you know, bad news or gossip always travel faster than good news. You know, it's, it's crazy. People just love gossip. So we have to be careful of what we allow in our ears. And you think about it, even if it's not about you. But don't you know, like I said, it seems like when you really when you're really getting yourself in a position in a situation where you're really seeking God, you're talking to God, people are gonna always try to come to you with foolishness. It's crazy. But that's the devil's assignment. But that's why it's our responsibility to get on our assignment. We got to be prayerful. We got to be about God's business. So, like I said, understanding the timing, understanding the timing when information comes to you, regardless if it's not about you or about you, when people bring information to you, what is the timing? And then, of course, the person. Understanding the person or the integrity of the person that's giving you information. See, a lot of times information will come to you, and that's the opportunity for you to be able to really intercede for a person. Because to be honest with you, it's nothing worse than for us to yield or give up the opportunity to pray and intercede for someone. Don't you know everybody needs prayer? And especially when someone is down, when someone is down, when someone is low, when someone going through something, that's not the time for us to kick them. Don't you know, when we get information, it, it's, it's like this. When a police officer see a crime committed and he omit or he refuse to go to that situation, He's in violation because he's on 24-hour call. He's on call 24 hours, seven days a week. Even when he's not, quote-unquote, on the clock working in uniform, but he can be off the clock, and when he's out somewhere and he sees a crime being committed, then he has to take action. He has to be the first one. I ain't going to say the first one, but if he's there, he got to take care of the situation. So the same thing about us as believers. We are on spiritual 24-hour call. We are on call 24 hours, seven days a week. And God will God will have us to be able to see something or sometimes be able to receive something in order for us to intercede or even sometimes for us to stop or prevent a fire of lies or rumors being spreaded. So we have to understand with that, understanding that sometimes with us, sometimes we have to put ourselves in the person that the Roman is about. We got to put ourselves in their shoes. What would we do if those type of words were spread about us? See, it's easy for us to listen to gossip and spread it by somebody else. But wait, wait, wait until it hit home towards us or towards somebody that we love. See, matter of fact, 
it's kind of like when you hear, oh, girl, did you hear so-and-so robbed the bank the other day and he in jail? He what? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. See, it's entertaining when it's about somebody else. But let that be your child. Let that be you. Let that be somebody that you love. And you hear about it, what you going to do? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, well, well, y'all need to be praying. Wait a minute. You wasn't saying that when there was somebody else's child that was doing that. So we have to think about when it's somebody else. We got to think about that's somebody's child. That's somebody's mother, somebody's father. Ooh, we heard that uh, brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so getting a divorce. See, now that's that's private information. Now, true enough, those type of words may go out, but depend upon who it goes to. Or, like I said, understand the purpose or the motive of why it's coming to you. So, as believers, there may be information that comes to us for us to pray. But everybody that give us information, not everybody going to come to us for us to pray for them. Like I said, some people, they just like being messy. So when messy people come to us, how do we respond? Even if you don't know that person that the information is about, we need to treat the information as if we know them because we may not know them physically, but we may know them in the spirit. Or like I said, it may be our prayers that God has allowed us to be able to listen to in order for us to pray and intercede for them. So that's something we have to think about. But also, like I mentioned earlier, when we hear rumors, that's the opportunity for us to understand how to identify our true friends and those who are our enemies, those who are our enemies. You know, I found out a lot of times success or blessings can sometimes Reveal a person's true character about you. Rumors, gossip can reveal a person's true character about you. If that person mean you good, they're going to protect you. But those care. And also what I found that some people with those rumors or gossip, sometimes, like I said, it reveals a person's true character. Also, it, re- it also may even reveal if a person is for you or not. See, some people want to leave you alone. Some people don't want to fool with you. Some people, they're waiting on an opportunity to say something bad about you or your character. So what happens when a rumor comes out? Now they feel validated to say how they really feel. See, I knew that person was no good. See, we always see them coming to church and, you know, uh, 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 he, he always sing, he always shouting in church, or she always singing and, uh, you know, dancing in church. I knew she was no good. I knew she was cheating on her husband. Okay, but you heard that she was on the car with another man. But wait until they find out that that man that she was in the car with 
What if that was her brother? What if the truth comes out that that was her brother? Well, what happened? Are you going to be just as intense to correct the rumor or correct the gossip that you spread as you did when you first held on to it or first heard it? See, that's something we've got to think about. You know, I found out that a lot of times, even when it comes down to the news, they make front-page news on accusations. But when they have made a mistake, they don't put it on the front-page news. Sometimes they use it as a footnote on the last page. So we got to think about the same intensity that people have. They're just trying to um, announce a gossip or rumor. That's the same intensity and more that we have to do in even correcting a mistake. But, you know, a lot of times with those rumors and lies, it will reveal the character of other people, which I mentioned. But also, it will reveal something else. The character of others are important when there are rumors. Like I said, it will reveal if someone is for you, if someone your friend or your foe, is someone that will intercede for you or someone that will talk about you. God bless you, Brother Weasel. If somebody is there for you, when you are becoming blessed or successful, expect people to slander your name. Expect people to lie upon you. We said we said a couple of days ago about haters. Expect the haters to be revealed. Rumors will reveal a lot about other people. But also on the other side, rumors will reveal a lot about ourselves. See, when rumors come, when lies or slanders come out about you, how are you going to respond? See, it's not what someone says about us that destroys us, but it's how we respond to it that will destroy us. Now, we have to remember, when it boils down to the rumors, the lies, the accusations, how we respond is so important, it's so crucial, because we, we got to think about it. We got to think about when did it come? It came when we were busy. It came when we were working, when we were productive. So when those things come about us, the devil trying to derail us, or like I said earlier, trying to make us lose focus, trying to make us stop an assignment that God is having us to do. But also when those rumors come, what we got to do, we got to make sure that there's no truth to those rumors, to those lies. We have to make sure that whatever is said, that there's no, like I said, there's no truth, there's no evidence that that's our character. Because like I said, rumors are actually coming, like I said, at a time to distract us, 
But also, we have to look at when the devil try to come to bring accusations about us, we have to make sure that there's no truth. Because if there's some truth to it, then what happens? A lot of times, that will stop or hinder a lot of the distractions, or they will they will actually distract they will distract or stop the purpose and plan that God has for us because we're not addressing it. Why? Because a lot of time it would distract, not just distract us, but it would distract other people. It will not make our it will make our witness ineffective. See, a lot of times there's the old saying if it's too good to be true, it probably is not true. And so that only that not only pertaining to business, not only pertaining to a product, but also it even pertaining to an individual. I'm going to be real with you. I was talking to some people earlier this week, and it's so funny. So many people think that every man is a dog. There are some guys that think every woman cheats. Have y'all heard that before? There is no good man. There is no good woman. There's been there was a big debate I heard this week, and I'm just listening. I'm like, so y'all think every man that's single cheats? You think every woman cheats? No. But see, when they can't find something about a person, they're looking, they're picking, and then all of a sudden, when there's something that resembles, when something that resembles something that is a cheater or whatever, it could be any type of accusation or rumor. I knew I knew they weren't any good. Okay, but did you do your homework? Did you do your homework to see if what was said was true or not? Now, also, you got to think about who you heard that from. A lot of times, we just talk about it at the workplace. But I'm going to tell you like this. It happens everywhere, even within the church. Yes, even within the church. I've spoken to some minister friend of mine, especially, especially past couple of months. And the guys I've spoken with, they are ministers. Some of them are apostles. Some of them are uh, pastors, bishops. I heard we had some good conversations, and these are people that I tr- ministers that I trust. And I heard a lot of things that were said about them, and I know for a fact that it wasn't true. But I found out who was spreading those rumors, and it were other ministers other pastors, other bishops, other apostles. I found that myself. Have I had some have I had some about me? Yes indeed. I've had many people lie. But I had to realize who was saying it. I was listening to even like I was saying about the uh, ministers that I was speaking with. I found out when they begin to have a church bigger or when their congregation got bigger, the ministers that they thought were there for them or with them, they begin to start 
we're not going to have him to come to our church or we're not going to have him to preach. Why? Because that person that was growing, they were more influential. And so a lot of times when those rumors come, when those accusations, are, like I said, when those haters are revealed, it's actually an opportunity to have our character revealed. Are we going to become revengeful? Or are we going to pray for them? Or are we going to let them go into the hands of the Lord? And I'm not going to lie to you. When something is said about you and it's the total opposite of your character, it is hurtful. It is very aggravating for you to hear something that people are lying on you, people are gossiping, all this stuff. Doesn't make you feel good? No, it doesn't. But that's what the devil wants us to do. The devil wants us to react. The devil want us to react so we can act a fool. The devil want us to make us come outside of our character. A matter of fact, a friend of mine, Halia, a friend of mine would actually say, sometimes the devil want to bring up the old Peter. Old Peter. Old Peter. Peter, that's in the Bible, the apostle Peter. He was a and sometimes when we are doing the right thing, when we are trying to change, when we are trying to live right, when we have gotten saved, when we have gotten delivered, and we have made up in our mind that we're going to follow Christ, then that's when the crisis will sometime come. And the devil would try to bring the old spirit of Peter back. I always say it like this. I say this in a joking way. But a lot of times when we have surrendered ourselves to Christ or when we have surrendered those things that we need deliverance from, we have given it to God and we have buried that stuff. We have buried that old character, that old nature. Well, we we kind of joke around and say, just because we buried it, remember this, we know where it's buried at, so we don't want to dig it up. And so the devil wants us to dig it up, but we got to keep it buried. We got to keep it buried because if we dig it up, what happens? We get ourselves dirty. So we can't allow ourselves to stoop down to their level. We don't stoop down to their level. We stoop up and let God deal with it. And I'm going to tell you something. The worst thing that somebody could do is deal with an anointed person, especially an anointed person that's on an assignment from God. So we let God deal with that, and we stay like that horse, that race horse with them blinders on. We let God deal with it, and we put them in God's hand, and we stay busy doing what God has for us to do. So understand, when those opportunities come, it's actually going to reveal our true character. What are we going to do? And I found out a lot of times when the pressure comes, that's the time that God really want to show himself strong on our behalf. Look at Job. Job was chosen by God. When God said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? See, he's not going to cuss me out. See, God bragging on us. Think about it. We brag on God, but also God bragging on us. So we have to remember when those times come, God been bragging on you. Now you allow God to show himself strong on your behalf and for your behalf. 
I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. I want to share this with you all. Have anybody that have had any type of rumor, any type of accusation, people lying on you, have you ever had a dream of a snake? Have you ever had a dream of a snake or a reptile? Have you ever had that kind of dream and you didn't understand what you were dreaming about? See, a snake, think about a snake. A snake is a reptile, but what does a snake represent? A snake represents what? A conniving person, uh, someone that may stab you in the back, someone that you may not trust. But what does a snake possess? A snake possess a long tail. A long tail. T-A-I-L. Tail. So when you have a dream about a snake, a snake has a long tail, but also God will even speak to you in your dreams either through metaphors or sometimes directly. Literally or figuratively. So with the snake, the snake represents a tail. Remember, the snake has a long tail, T-A-I-L, and the snake represents a tail, T-A-L-E. What is a tail? A tail is a lie or lies or accusations. Rumors, falsehood. So whenever you have a dream about a snake, remember this. A lot of times God will show you a snake. In other words, God will show you that there are some tales. There are some lies about you, but because you have given it to him, what will happen? That reptile or that, that snake will become captured. In other words, the tales will become captured, and oftentimes those tales are about to end. So in other words, because you have given it to God, those lies will now, will be, I ain't going to say now become, but those lies are now going to be captured so the truth will come out. In other words, whenever you have given Everything to God, whenever you have given those things to God, God will vindicate you. God will fight for you and even fight through you. We always sing the song growing up, if I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battles, victory, victory shall be mine. So we have to remember when those things come. We got to ask God to help us because a lot of time we got to think about it. Those things will actually try to come to even mess with our mind, and it's not worth it. I'm be honest with you. It's not worth it. We are too busy, and especially as adults, we're too mature to deal with foolishness. That's kid stuff. That's, that's nursery rhyme stuff. So make sure that if there is anything that's out there that's about you, you make sure that you make sure that you have everything accounted for 
So that way, so you can make sure that if those accusations come, because there are some things that may come out, it can actually jeopardize your career, your not just your character, of course, everything pertains to your character, but your livelihood. If something comes out right now, me working in law enforcement, and it's not true, I can easily say, oh, it ain't true. But guess what? There's going to be an internal investigation towards me. And what they want to make sure, they want to make sure that even though it's accusation, but they got to take every accusation seriously. But I have to be the person of integrity at all times to show them and to make sure that what they're saying or what they were, what they're investigating ain't true. So I have to make sure that I become transparent and I just I just can't say, well, you know, I'm saving, you know, I'm not I'm gonna let the law fight for me. I ain't saying nothing. No, guess what? I am responsible even for those accusations that may say now it may be it may be heartbreaking, it may be aggravating, but because of my position, I have to make sure that I allow them to investigate me, so even when they investigate me, I will be blameless. But you got to think about it. They accuse Jesus. They accuse Jesus of many things. And also, guess what? Those that accused him were the religious people. <laughs> but we got to understand their motive. So when it comes down to accusations, there's nothing wrong with it being examined by people. Just make sure it ain't true. But also, even with that opportunity for them to examine you and for them to see your true character, then it actually is an opportunity for them to even be introduced to Christ or even for them to be encouraged because we know how to handle pressure. We know how to handle when our back is against the wall. Or we know how to handle when accusation, when lies come, because we're responding in a way that we have our trust in God that he's going to work everything out. But I see someone on the phone line. I'm going to get someone on the line and uh, give them opportunities to come on before we get ready to wrap it up. Hello, welcome to, uh-oh, sorry. Hello, welcome to Rick and Maha Podcast. You're on the air. How you doing today? Everything's wonderful. How are you today, Brother Prater? Doing great, doing great, doing great. Uh oh. Sorry about that. I just got an echo. I I just want to put a little emphasis on something you said regarding yeah. turning over turning over to the Lord and let him handle when people canalize and scandalize in your name. When you turn it over to the Lord, you don't go back facing those people with attitude. That's saying you're trying to handle it yourself. When you turn it loose, it shows strength, and, and you are refusing to give power to someone who don't deserve power over you to change your personality or, or your, your way of dealing with them. you got to maintain that strength, and you got to believe that the Lord will take care of it, and you demonstrate that by leaving it alone and not going around uh, saying she said I had, was fat and going with three men at one time, and 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 then later go back, fears cursing everybody out. She's jeopardizing her job. Plus she then let Lord let the Lord take care of it. You gotta let Him handle it when you turn it loose. And you can't empower people that don't deserve power to alter your way of dealing with your day, stealing your joy. Hmm. 
You there? Yes, sir. Okay. Sorry about the feedback. Okay. Sorry about the feedback. Um, please continue because um, I, I want you to I want you to talk about that a little bit more, even pertaining to power. Because what we don't realize, even when people talk about us, when people say things about us. Whenever we respond to that, we give them power. Like you mentioned, we give them power. We give them, we're surrendering our power to them. Absolutely. When we respond to the way that they want us to. Because to be honest with you, when you think about it, a lot of times they can't hit you with the truth. They're going to hit you with a lie. When they can't, when they can't stop you with truth, they're going to try to do something to discredit you or your character or your work or whatever, they're going to try to do something, but we have to be mature enough to recognize they got a motive of doing it, but we got to keep on moving. Anytime the devil can make us stop or the devil using people to make us stop, he won. So please continue. Please continue. Absolutely. There are times you're in the workplace and everybody's getting along, smiling, happy, and there's one person come on with a down look on his face and immediately starts staring up lies and uh, getting people to work against each other, and, and, and it seems like they get happier. And that's unfortunate, but that's true. And we can't empower people with characters like that. When their character is one who likes to see chaos and people not getting along, they're driven by Satan. And when Satan drives them, they don't need to be in control of you and how you respond to their negativity. You've got to rise above it. You turn it over to the Lord and put that smile on your face and let him handle it. And when they see they can't penetrate you, they'll back off. But when people of the Satan see that they're getting a response and people starting to argue, get wrinkles in their forehead with one another, then they just seem to get a joy about themselves. And we can't allow people like that to influence us. We we just can't do it. Hmm. Yeah, you know, some people, like you said, how to say misery love company, and there are some people that are just miserable, and they so hate to see other people happy. I guarantee you, if those who are married or those who are dating – if you're doing well in your marriage and you're dating a courtship, there are some people who are not happy. They're miserable. They may be miserable in their marriage or, or courtship or just be miserable being single. And they just hate. I mean, there are some people that are like that. It, it don't make sense to us because we're not even thinking that way. But there are some people that just, they just, they just love Chaos. Um, that's another word that I was thinking about. But um, they, they they love drama. Some people love drama. Some people love chaos and commotion. Rim rats. Rim rats. You know, there's some people that just rim rats. You know, it's everything going well, they got to stir up something. They do it because a lot of times they're childish. They're seeking attention. You know, they they wanna they wanna. They want to put everybody on their level, but we can't respond to that. It ain't worth it. And and you know what? Life is too short 
to deal with foolishness. Yes, sir. Amen. I very much appreciate you, and and you know I appreciate the work that you're doing. And like you said, like I said, thank you for your service um, for the United States, and we just appreciate you even being a man of integrity and being an example to us. So I want you to know that anytime you come on the air, I look forward to hearing from you and hearing the wisdom that you can give us because we need it. And I just thank God for you and know that I, when I met you, I, I, I met a friend for life, so I really much appreciate you. Yes, sir. I feel the exact same way. And thank you, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So for those for those who may be dealing with drama, for those who may have had people lying upon you, lie to you, or whatever, do not stoop down to their level. Now, like I said, you have to examine what is said. That doesn't mean that you dismiss everything. Because there are some things you just have to put a stop on. You have to make sure that also even just get to the source. But also you have to make sure not only that you examine yourself, but also always say this, examine your surroundings. Because a lot of time the rumors are started not by people who don't know us, but sometimes it's through the people that's close to us. Because a lot of times we trust the wrong people. A lot of times we trust people based upon a need that we have. So a lot of times when we start examining where the room is coming from, a lot of times we have allowed these people entrance when they have not proven themselves. We have given these people entrance into our life, into our circle, or even into our heart that did not deserve it. We have to start making sure that people People integrity is tested. We gotta examine people's integrity, their character. We gotta deal with like minded people, but most importantly spirit minded people. Because a lot of times those rumors, you know, you're just as strong as the weakest person in your circle. I'll say it this way. You're just as strong as the weakest person within your circle. So the weakest person in your circle, that's just like a gate being open and is unmanned. Or the gate that's there and the security guard or the police officer that should be watching that gate is sleep. And anything and anybody can come into that, come into that gate and enter into your circle, your surroundings, your heart. So we have to start examining. Utilize that time as an opportunity to examine. If you want to say, start taking a personal inventory of the people that we communicate with, the people that we call friends. Utilize that time for us to be prayerful. Ask God to help us have the spirit of discernment and all of us to start making better decisions in the people that we have within our circle. So ask God to help us, and that's going to help us to be able to start minimizing foolishness to come to us. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with a rumor being spread. Just make sure it ain't true. So people are going to talk. You know, I don't care 
how successful you try to be, it seems like the more successful a person is, the more in the tabloids. There are spiritual TMZs, National Enquirers. Um, uh, I forgot the other one, um, National Enquirer uh, Star. So we got to remember, the more successful that you come, not just financially, but spiritually, emotionally, mentally, a lot of times those set the stage for the attention to come to you. And you know what? It happens. It comes with the territory. Even a position that you have at your workplace, in the church, it happens. But we have to make sure we be more careful. Actually, those rumors, it actually should be an indicator to us to make sure that we are, what, we are making sure that we're doing the right thing. Make sure that your whereabouts are accounted for at all times. Make sure you have an accountability partner because a lot of times with those rumors, a lot of times we give truth to those rumors based upon how we respond or sometimes based upon our lack of responsibility in doing what we're supposed to in covering ourselves. Like I said, make sure that your whereabouts are accounted for. Make sure that you have some, I always say it like that, make sure you have somebody with you at all times, somebody that's responsible, you know. So with that being said, a lot of times when the rumors come, we can't stop every rumor. But what we can do, we can stop our response to it. Or we can stop us paying attention to that foolishness. We we don't need to be doing that. It ain't worth it. There's an assignment and a purpose that God has for you. So you have to remember, even if those things come, and it could be something that small, got to think about how bad do you want your purpose? How bad do you want your prayers answered? How bad are you trying to provide for your family? How bad are you trying to reach your goal, your purpose, your plans? Because like I said, those distractions will come hardest when you're about God's business, when you're reaching or seeking your purpose and plan God has for you. Remember this, with rumors, what does rumors mean or the origin of rumors? Noise. Silence the noise. Allow God to silence the noise in your life. And if there's anybody that's used to responding to noise, then it's time for you to give it to God. God does not want you to respond to the noise. Remember this, where God is taking you, there's going to be, there's going to be many people that are going to try to bring the noise. But you don't bring the noise. Don't bring it. Allow God to take care of it. Allow God to silence the noise. You just stay focused. You stay focused. It's just like um, I was I was looking at, they were teaching the peewee league. I don't care how mama or daddy may be screaming behind the bleachers. You don't pay attention to them. You pay attention to the coach that's on the field. At the time, the coach is mom and daddy. So the coach is concerned about the game. But a lot of time. The parent is just concerned about the quote-unquote player, but not the game. They'll focus on the player, but the coach is focused on the game and the player. But the key thing for us to be able to stay focused, 
stay focused. I want to drill that we got to stay focused, not respond to foolishness. And if there's anybody that's used to doing that, I'm telling you, God can help you. God can help you to look beyond the noise. God can help you and heal you, even for those who may have been hurt by the noise, hurt by the rumors. Number one, forgive. Whoever has done it or said it, forgive them. Because that forgiveness is for you. So that way it won't contaminate you and prevent you from reaching your goal or reaching your purpose. Remember this. What if the devil trying to affect you with the rumors or with the lies or with the gossip and make you contaminate your purpose and plan? Don't do that. Allow God to remove the venom, the spiritual venom out of your heart, out of your mouth, out of your teeth. Allow God to help you so that way you don't destroy the purpose and plan that God has for you or you won't infect anybody. Because the worst thing somebody could do is operate in hurt. And what happens? Hurt people hurt others. But we're not going to do that. We're going to yield ourselves to God. We're going to surrender everything to God and let God deal with them. Let God deal with our enemies, our haters, even those that we so-called friends. God will help us and deal with it. And so that way, when we give it to God, when we put it in God's hand, he can help us to stay focused and fulfill the purpose and plan that God has for us. But for those who want prayer, if there's any other topic, Another topic that you want prayer on, we're going to touch and agree. You can even post it right now. We're going to touch and agree whatever situation that you have, we're going to give it to God. We're going to touch and agree that God come in and God intervene right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. God, we're coming to you right now, God. You see the needs and the concerns of your people right now. God, we speak God, that you help us, God, for those who might have been affected by rumors or lies or gossip. God, help those, God, who may have been affected by God. Help us to not lose focus, God. Help us to recognize that they're just noise in the and the devil trying to distort with the noise from us hearing your voice, God. And, God, we speak, God, that you help us, God, to stay fixated on your voice and on your face, God. Help us, God, to not lose heart, God, not lose, not get discouraged, God, because of whatever rumors or lies or accusations right now, God. God, help us, God, to live a life of truth, of integrity, God. Help us, God, to be about your business, God. Help us, God, to not even stop or even slow down, God, but keep the pace that you have given us right now. In the name of Jesus, and stand by everything you stand for, we bind every problem, we bind every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we surrender everything to you right now, God. We surrender every hurt, every blame right now, even those who may have hurt us, those who may have lied on us or lied to us, God. God, we ask you to help us, God, to forgive, God, and release everything to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we speaking, God, for even those who may have uh, lie on us, God. Help us, God, to forgive them, God. And God, we speak, God, that you help them, God, to repent to you and to us, God, before it's too late right now, God. Help them, God, and give them that mind to do the right thing, God. Give them that mind, God, to be open, be honest, and be people of integrity right now, God. Especially, God, those that profess to be Christians, God. Help them, God, to be able to understand, God, that there are people that are watching them, God. God, 
God, we ask you to touch their heart, touch their mind, give them that desire to do the right thing right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we are speaking, God, those who may be listening, God, those who may be watching right now, God, if they have any prayer requests right now, we lift everything up to you right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. There's someone that may be looking for employment, God. Lead them to the right place right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Look like someone dealing with conflict, God, even conflict within the family, God, conflict on the job, God. We speak, God, that you help them, God. Help them to understand, God, that no matter what may happen, God, if they can trust and lean on you, God, everything will be all right, God. God, we even speaking, God, those who may be uh, look like those who may be graduating, God, those who may have graduated, God, even those who are in summer school, God, help them, God, even to understand, God, the task, God, the lesson, God, and help them, God, to pass, God, help them, God, to retain what they're being taught right now in the name of Jesus. And let me speak, God, right now, God, even with the crime, with the violence right now, God. Give your people that desire, God. Give your people that desire, God, to do the right thing, God, and understand that life is precious, God. You can't give it and you shouldn't take it. God, help us, God, even as the body of Christ right now, God, to reach out, to minister, to evangelize, to help and to equip others right now, God. God, we understand this is an opportunity, God, to advance your kingdom, God, and lead people to you, God. And there are so many people that are hurting right now, God. There are so many people, God, that may have lost their way, God. We speak a word of encouragement right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, there are some single mother right now, God, who can't even afford, God, to support their children right now, God. God, we speak, God, that you help them, God. Help them, God, even, and let them know, God, that you have not forgotten about them, God. And there are some fathers out there, God, that even trying to raise their child right now, God. God, we speak, God, that you encourage his heart right now, God. God, son right now, God, some father, God, who may be alienated from their child right now, God. There's somebody, God, that's being detached from their child right now, God, for no right reason, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, to do the right thing, God. Help them, God, and encourage their heart, God. Let them know that nice guys don't finish last, God. They finish best because they give it to you, God. And God, we're speaking, God, for those who may be dealing with a conflict even within their marriage, God, even with the courtship right now, God. God, we speaking, God, that you come in, that you intervene right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we hold up every marriage right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we hold up every marriage right now, God. Every family right now, God. The devil trying to bring division, God, but we speaking, God, that you mend, God, every family closer together. Let there be repentance, God. Let there be communication, God. Let there be forgiveness. Let there be love right now, God. God, bring in shivery right now, God. Let there be humbleness right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, if there's any selfishness God, if there's any bitterness, God, move the bitterness, move the hatred, God, move the silence out of it right now, God, and let there be love, let there be unity, God, let there be chivalry right now, God, let there be respect, God, let there be love right now, God, let there be humbleness, God, in the name of Jesus, and Lord, we thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers, God, thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do right now, in Jesus' name we pray, we say amen, amen, amen. I thank you for watching this video. Excuse me. I thank you all for y'all support, y'all prayers. I thank God for everybody that may have uh, tuned in and also who supported this program. If you have any suggestions on future topics or 
anything that you might have on your mind, feel free to contact me on Facebook on Brother Prater. You can uh, read my daily devotion, upcoming events, uh, my videos on my page, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You will see my daily devotions and upcoming events and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to the form to inform men the needs and responsibilities to their families, their spouse, or even their children's mother. Also to inform women the needs of men and to give single women the qualities of a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. I want to thank each and everyone who are tuning in, and thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you, and good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.